0: 22 Pages Later, with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech.
1: Holy shit, thank God I don't gotta touch that goddamn board ever again. (laughs) I swear (laughs) to God, it actually gave me nightmares. Happy 2017 and welcome to another controversial edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, Episode 96, I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and with me, as always, is the man who could find flaws even in heaven, which explains why he'll probably burn in hell.
0: MFG Mike, the finance guy. She is well-traveled, and I don't mean she travels a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, i had a microphone, every time I had to say that about somebody.
0: <laughs> and back
1: and back from his one-show hiatus is the man that um, has, at one point, what the fuck did I write? Okay, this is what happens when you write in the in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. RT Square, Robs the Tech
0: yes
2: rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated
0: for now
1: i am back baby <laughs> and people have missed you including this guy over here we definitely missed your last show uh-huh you see and you thought you could do my oh job. come on you're the one who said let's experiment it'll be fun how about you run the board one time
0: yes after several beers you did say that
1: <laughs> <laughs> and in the guest chair is the man who will always be known as our first artist on our podcast a friend of the show and also the writer of the independent comic series *Sons of Fate*. Please give it up for J.P. Deschamps. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, thank you. I, I I don't want
3: to go into a Middle Street rant, but I will say, being that I have the actual microphone,
1: McDonald's bring back the original apple pie. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! But you know what's funny? Speaking of rants. I had you in mind, because before we even get into our normal like lay of the land of what we do, mm. you went on a rant on me a couple of weeks ago. I did. Yes. Um, just to give everybody the heads up, JP is a big Star Wars fan. Huge. JP calls me. Bernie Sanders. Huge.
3: <laughs> was it Christmas? Bigly.
1: Was it Christmas Eve? Yeah, it Christmas, after Christmas. it was, it was, no, it was Christmas, no, Christmas Eve. Eve yes, Christmas yes, Eve. JP yes. calls me. I did. To tell me, why was I not on this podcast <laughs> for I Rogue was, One?
3: I was. Yes.
1: <laughs> J- I think I did, rather. Our, but our our back and forth was probably about an hour and 30 minutes long. It was. <laughs> but it that's was. another story for another time. So today's episode, we're going to review the movie inspired by the hit game, Assassin's Creed. Don't sigh altogether. Uh, but first, MFG wants to share the word with you. No, not that word. It's the Bird word. Bird of the word? No, no. no. <laughs> I was thinking more biblical, but okay. It's more the word of... Good Geek News or Bad Geek News or Ugly Geek News, but we label it the Quick News.
0: And now, the Quick News with Michael Finance guy
1: and Ralph and Kai.
0: I didn't even realize that Ralph wasn't here last time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I realize the difference now because he was easily distracted again by the TV. <laughs> what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> ask him what happened
0: in today's show Editing. at the end. <laughs> Editing. <laughs> Alrighty. well... Here's a tiny bit of news. Well, actually, now I feel bad for saying that because it's about Peter Dinklage. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, from Game of Thrones to Infinity Stones, Dinklage is reportedly in talks for a key role in the Avengers Infinity War and its sequel. Unfortunately, no further information has been leaked on what the role might be. Oh, my God. I think I know who it is. Who?
1: What was the name? of? There was a guy who was part of um, when um, Warlock had his name. You mean Puck? No, it wasn't puck. That oh. no, wasn't puck. Was it, I think it was imp. It was a he was a short elf and he had the the, the cigar puck. No, oh, no, no, not God, was it puck? please. No, no,
3: no. I hope not.
1: Yeah, 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 because when Adam Warlock had the Infinity Gauntlet, right. they had um um Adam Warlock and like the Infinity Crusaders or some shit like that. Yeah, and he was part of a team with Drax and, and a bunch of guys. And it wasn't puck. It was okay. another guy. Ooh, ooh. Okay. can I go? Can I go? Sure.
3: All right, go for it. Here's what I think it's gonna be. Well, let me ask you this: Who would you want him to be?
1: I mean, wow, really a whole other universe of characters. And here, I was yes. gonna say, there's a short array of people that I could put him in, but you know, oh, I think he's gonna be a watcher, really. Ooh. Yeah. I
0: can see that, okay, yeah. that, 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 works. that works. No, not from OA, Ralph, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Green Lancer. <laughs> I'm well aware of my
2: universes. I did that on purpose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, all
0: right, interesting. What else we got there, Mike? Uh, let's see, what else do I have here? Uh, imagine the film Lethal Weapon set in space now um, I, I, I see you are uh, <laughs> imagine it retitled DC's Green Lantern Corps now imagine my disappointment uh, uh, DC's Green Lantern Corps is moving along at the Warner Brothers factory it's with a script with David Goyer and Justin Rhodes based on a story by Goyer and Jeff Johns the film will focus on how Jordan and Jon Stewart those in the know have actually described it as quote Lethal Weapon in space end quote wow uh, Green Lantern Corps last reported release date is July 24th of 2020 however Warner Brothers has not been so firm on its release dates lately wow they're, they're just really like self-sabotaging themselves don't they oh they just love having fun
2: did you say Hal Jordan and John Stewart yes together yes buddy copping
0: it I guess <laughs> might I throw in a few words yeah please DC
3: Start selling the old apple pies that you used
0: to sell. The new apple pies don't taste as well. No. It's like New Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what I think their writers are on.
1: (laughs) Isn't that Crack? (laughs) Oh, my God. Crack has been rebranded as New Coke. (laughs) the fact that you went there so early in the episode bro wow we're on a roll today yeah. all right Mike. all right
0: have you been hankering for more charmed now that it's passed its 10-year cancelversary well with, <laughs> on, probably not here uh, well with a bippity boppity boop the wb network has summoned a prequel the story of no. three hollywood sisters will, uh, who discover that they have magical heritage ran from 1998 to 2006. The series originally starred Alyssa Milano, Holly Marie uh, Combs, and Shannon Doherty as Piper, Phoebe, and Prue, until Doherty left and was replaced by Rose McGowan as Paige in 2001. The new series was created by Jane the Virgin Helm, Jenny Snyder-Ehrman, and writers Jessica O'Toole and Amy Rarden. The untitled series will be set in 1976 and will supposedly connect to the original series in some way. So far, Alyssa Milano, Holly Marie Combs, and Rose McGowan have not indicated that they are attached to the new show. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I you, think it's going to have Tony Danza and Jonathan in it. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> wow. And Tony Danza I haven't seen in a long time, but John. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wonder how many of our listeners know what that reference is about. I'm just wondering. First, New Coke, and now, a who's yeah, the boss reference? I mean, like, yeah, we're, like, like, trapped in the 80s right now. If you, if you didn't guys, get it, I, it wasn't meant for you. <laughs> I wasn't even, one anyway. like, aware
2: of the 80s. <laughs> well, what? When the 80s was around, I wasn't even aware of it. Well, you were just it.
0: born, right? Yeah, at the end of it.
1: Yeah. And DR's like five years behind in regards to like technology and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah okay, good. Well, he like was a charmed prequel, we cool, so. yeah. Well, he yeah. was
0: just born, and I was born five years after that. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. I, 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 dude, I was born on a night last night. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> what right. else you got there, Mikey? All right. For Mike. all the nerds and nerdettes that have been crapping their adult diapers awaiting news of CW superhero renewals, you can now clench your knees in relief. The CW has already handed out early renewal notices for all of its superhero franchises. That's Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. And on a further note of rectal relief, uh, CW's digital outlet known as CW Seed will resurrect Constantine in the form of an animated series starring the voice talent of Matt Matt Ryan reprising his role as the Devil May Care magician. And speaking of other worldly um otherworldly shows, the long, long running series Supernatural has made a demon deal to secure its thirteenth season. What? Yeah, that show will wow. not ever end.
2: I love the show, but you know you got to know when to quit.
0: Yeah. Well, this yep. this season, I think, is they're trying to renew like their their mythology a bit. But it's like you better pick it up. It
3: is a year of prison break, so. so, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they
0: just had God on the show. They they showed
2: God on the show God and his sister. And his <laughs> sister. What?
0: Where do you go from there? I always love like, his reaction wait, is just like wait, everyone. What? Yes. Your reaction is like everybody else in the show, which is what he's got family.
2: <laughs> God made an appearance on the show. Apparently, Sportless. he was. A character that they had brought in the, in the beginning who they brought in as a prophet, Ugh, right? Okay. Who was writing the story of Sam and Dean, also titled Supernatural, okay. Within right? the show.
0: Very meta,
4: right?
2: Yeah. And then it turns out, oh, guess what? I was just pretending to be a prophet. I'm actually God. And I just want to let you guys do your thing. Oh, wait, my sister's free. Why did you free my sister? Okay, let's put her back in the cage. Whoops, we messed that up. Now I'm dying.
0: So God has parents? Uh, we don't know, but evidently has a sister, so yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so then God's like, Oh, shit, I'm dying, Dean. We're gonna turn you into a bomb, go kill my sister. We're all gonna die anyway, so you might as well kill her, too. Please stop,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: especially, considering, <laughs> we re, you know, I especially <laughs> considering we
2: rehashed that on one of our shows. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Dean has a heart to heart with her, and boom, everything's good. Yeah, mm. they just hugged it out. But it yep. sounds like oh, the oh end my of the God, show to me, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, but maybe episode 13 will be lucky 13 and they'll find me season 13. uh, Sorry, season 13,
0: not episode 13. Yeah, Hopefully so. All right. right, Well, here is some CW news that will keep your toes tapping. The villain for the upcoming Flash Supergirl musical crossover has been revealed as the music meister. Now, followers of the Batman, the Brave and the Bold cartoon will no doubt remember the -the over-the-top musician of Mayhem who could control people through song. Although the animated character was voiced by Neil Patrick Harris, there has not been confirmation that the How I Met Your Mother alumnus will portray the Malfeasant Maestro in live action. No date has been announced for the crossover event. Not familiar with that character. It's it's only Flash and Supergirl? It's the crossover between. I mean, I'm sure the other characters will be involved. but.
2: Oh, because I remember there was a tweet that Stephen Amell let out a while back saying that if they ever did a musical, uh, he's not going
1: to be in it.
0: Well, he probably wouldn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, remember that that um, Flash and
0: Supergirl both both um, lead actors are from Glee, so yeah. they so okay. they've,
1: they've got singing chops. Yeah. So if, if there, any and conditions? and they have
0: uh, um, what is the guy's name? Uh, Who it, Um Detective West. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yes, yeah. The Jesse uh, L. Martin uh, from yeah. R- yeah. yeah. So he's also a singer. Yeah. he's yeah from Rent. Yeah. So yeah. Alright, I'll, I'll miss that one. Yeah. Now you'll see it. all right finally continuing my love affair with all things cw episodes 13 and 14 of season 3 flash will have everybody going ape shit especially if they don't watch where they walk uh the grod slash gorilla city two-parter will take place on earth one and earth two and introduce the telepathic leader of gorilla city solovar sci-fi fans will recognize david keith i'm sorry not david keith keith david as the voice of solovar David has starred in such fan favorites as The Thing, They Live, and Pitch Black, among many other films. The Gorilla Grudge match will air in late February or early March. Interesting, interesting. I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that.
1: Hey, What's interesting is that they talk about how expensive The Flash can be when it comes to, like, when they have Grodd, yeah. or when they have certain, like, when they have um, um, King Shark, and they say those ex- episodes are expensive, which is why they won't have those characters a lot in the right. show, because it costs the studios
0: money, so they have a two-parter yeah. Very interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm and sure they're the, doing
2: more than one gorilla, right? So, yeah, well, the whole city. Well, well it's it like a city, city of five gorillas, right? right. But, I mean, you know, <laughs> but I mean,
0: also, when you you realize that they just made a billion dollars, supposedly from their Netflix deal, so they got some money to buy. Oh, okay, well, then I'm not crying <laughs> for them anymore. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Well, not the show itself, not Flash, but, but I mean, the CW. Right. You know, yeah. Okay. That's, that's a nice chunk of change that is is that all your quick news that's all my quick news
1: ralphie you got any quick news now i mean he had a he had a little bit of an episode hiatus which is like four weeks so
2: yeah so i don't know if you guys heard but uh there was someone really famous who died princess leia you know carrie fisher you heard of next debbie reynolds next um that other guy
1: and how long are you going <laughs> to let him talk? Kat? <laughs> uh, you were cutting him off just fine. <laughs> JP, any quick news? Anything you heard in, in the geek world? Off of what Ralph said uh, Disney is
3: in talks of CGIing Carrie Fisher for episode nine. I'd read about that. Nine, nine. or eight?
0: Nine. nine. Oh, okay. Do you remember what we said when well, I was I, there? I remember what you said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I said, they will rape her grave. <laughs> you know? I didn't use those words then, but um, that's the word. Um, that's the word you're using now, though. <laughs> yeah, get, God, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> She's
3: supposed to have a prominent role right. that she didn't shoot.
0: And right. Obviously and, 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 yeah, the but it's like, too that's called in. tough luck, not yeah. rape the grave. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> st- st- stand her up straight, right there. Okay. We, we, we got to get an entire body. How long does Vigamore to set in? Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> See, it's cool because she'd laugh at you guys for that. That would <laughs> be with you guys laughing. I heard she's got a more of yeah, yeah. more sense of humor. So. <laughs>
2: oh, man. All right. All they really need to do is just recreate her face because you can just use a body
0: double. They'll stand in, whoever did. Oh, they'll probably do something even more dramatic, like use her daughter. See, that's how we paid homage. We had Mm. her daughter play her mother. Wasn't that touching? Go see our film. (laughs) Do you work for their PR department? (laughs) I I could work for everybody's PR
1: department. MFG, no, no, no. Don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel, bro. (laughs) All right, so let's get to it. So people might be wondering, JP is like fucking elbows deep in comic book writing right now. Why is he here if Sons of Fate... Hasn't been released yet. I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> need and, a mi- break. <laughs> and mind you, that was Comic Con in October. Like, Yo, I want to be on. So yes, you can sir. tell how busy this man is. Yep. But anything dealing with knife-buckling swat- shit, JP's down. So Assassin's Creed came up on the calendar. We said, mm-hmm. hey, join us for the podcast. So obviously, that's what we're here to talk about. We're here to review the Ubisoft video game turned movie, Assassin's Creed. And with a synopsis is MFG, Mike the finance guy. Listen to the
0: the, the Glee in his voice. He loves this. I love everything. (laughs) Sure. How about this movie? (laughs) Well, Assassin's Creed (laughs) is the latest video game franchise turned Hollywood blockbuster. The film is based on the action-adventure game, but has an original story that runs through the series mythology with past events set during the Spanish Inquisition. The film opened on December 21st uh, with a $125 million budget, but only managed to grab a worldwide total of $155 million so far assassin's creed has been met with unfavorable reviews by critics and audiences it has a rotten tomato score of 17 percent and a metacritic score of 36 out of 100 that's pretty bad that's pretty okay, bad they're both pretty bad all right summary well because assassin's creed opened shortly before the holidays i thought it was befitting the season to forgo my normal summary for something classy i mean <laughs> after all this is meanwhile 22 pages later And our listeners demand, nay, they deserve tasteful commentary. So in the spirit of Clement Clark Moore's timeless Christmas poem, A Visit from St. Nick, here's my Assassin's Creed summary, which I titled, A Visit from Hollywood Pricks. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Twas days before Christmas and all through the city, people stood in line for a movie they hoped wouldn't be shitty. (laughs) Nerds and geeks and other assorted losers, took the night off from gaming and being one-handed (laughs) self-abusers. There was a loud slam as the theater grew dark and teased crappy trailers. It was as if we had been locked in by pimply minimum-wage jailers. When suddenly, from the screen, there arose such a bore, this movie could barely be heard above the audience snore. The film had more exposition than the viewers could bear. I was stunned that Michael Fassbender was there. He had a long, deadpan face like the rest of the cast who all had expressions like they smelled unclean ass. (laughs) I sat dazed in my seat. My mind had been caught in a flood of video game movies that should have been forgotten. Oh, Warcraft, oh, Pixels, oh, Tomb Raider and Tekken, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Double Dragon, and Hitman. As the crowd emptied the theater, I screamed from the pack, you Hollywood fuckers can all lick my sack. (laughs) Go ahead, Anyhow... Movie starring Michael Fassbender as uh, Callum Lynch and Aguilar De Marion Marianne Caudillard as Sophia Ricken, James Iron, I'm sorry, Jeremy Irons as Alan Ricken, Brendan Gleeson as Joseph Lynch. Charlotte Rampling as Ellen Kay. And Michael K. Williams as Musa. All right, well done, Mike. Can we give Mike a round of applause for that? Awesome. For, for that
1: rous, <laughs> rousing rendition of awesome. Visit from St. Nick. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. And I mean, I wonder if you guys agree with Mike's synopsis. Let's get into it, Assassin's Creed. First of all, before we start that, how much exposure have any of you had Where's to the our video game? Spoiler: I We paid tons of money for I that. Played the oh game fuck! I, I gotta a pay game. him again. All right, go ahead, press the button. Warning:
2: voice? The following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So, if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker!
1: All right, and the following <laughs> spoiler was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. So now, let's get into it. Before I, we even get into reviewing it, how much exposure have all of you had to the video game? I know Mike has them so. s- sitting, you know, somewhere in his house. <laughs> yeah, I think I have all of them
0: sitting somewhere, but I've played only part of uh, number two.
1: All right. Gentlemen, how, how much exposure have either of you had? Uh, if it's like, you know, what's your scale? Um, played one, played two, played uh, played, played a, a five minutes of it. Didn't play anything at all. I just seen it on TV.
2: Uh, I would say I'm fully exposed to the game You're fully exposed yes. so You played every single one Fully exposed
0: yeah. right now
1: yeah. <laughs> Whoops, my bad Hold on Just, There we go
0: I thought those were pants I didn't realize <laughs> I was here The <laughs> cage was open But the beast was asleep
1: <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you really call a kitten the beast? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck you
1: <laughs> Fuck you <laughs> JP, what about you? How exposure have you had? And Not to Ralph Um, I <laughs> <laughs> His
0: therapist knows how much exposure.
3: There's been um, I played some of the first one. Okay. Uh, sat with my buddies and watched them play it, saying, "Please turn this shit off." Um, I've uh, I've yeah, I've pretty much seen all of them, and I have Black Flag, and you I have played Black it Flag. to a point, and then that we'll get into. Okay.
1: So we started. So I mean, I, I'll tell you this much: my exposure. I've seen people play it. I've never really played it. I've seen people play it. I know basically what the story is about. I so what you're played. saying is
2: that your opinion doesn't count. All right,
1: cool. Wow. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> All right, kitten
2: dick. Wow. <laughs>
0: right, this, this really yeah. is. This really is a Republican re- regime coming in America. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my god. All right, so let's go for it. What was? Um, what are some things you liked about the film? It seems like it's going to be a very short list.
0: Go. <laughs> Um, I like the fact that Michael Fassbender was announced to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> not even he was in it, that he was announced to be in it. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, I that's been the driving um, thing for me. Besides the fact that I did enjoy what I played at the second game. I mean, it's, it's the idea is wonderful and stuff like that. But I've been excited for over a year because I'm like, Michael Fassbender. I mean, come on. He doesn't sign, he doesn't he, sign off all the right, time. he's not going to just make shit. And he's also a great actor. So, you know, win-win. All right. And then I saw the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing in the movie that was redeeming him. Um, I, the thing is, it's like, you know, um, the look of it, I mean, was fine. I mean, there's just nothing for me that's exceptional. I mean, it just, yeah. it, you know, I mean, it looked fine. It wasn't like a, a crappy looking movie. I mean, uh, the, I thought, I did think the costume looked great. I mean, but it's nothing to write home about, you know. Okay, okay. JP? Okay. Um, Rolling up
3: his sleeves. Well, <laughs> the thing is, there's a bigger problem that we'll get into mm-hmm. about storytelling that comes into the fact. But let me start off with the good points. I liked the way it was shot. I liked that they tried, and I mean, you know, air quote, tried to stay true to the story instead of rewriting the ideology of the story. Um, the costumes were nice, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's really like a hard list of like things yeah. to be nice about with this the, movie.
3: The action was cool. The original premise, the premise of the story was, was good and of the game. But again, we'll get into that later in the levels of storytelling and why I think this movie failed, and video game movies fail where video games succeed. But we'll get into that in a minute. And I think what it was was for everything that I said that is positive, I could care less that I saw it. And again, it's the missing link of what people do in transition to what video games are and what you experience playing them to you actually getting the game and I mean seeing the movie. There's something that's missing that we can get into about that. Right. So okay,
1: all right.
3: It was kind of like, yeah, all right. Yeah, <laughs> this right. happened. <laughs> uh, oh, let me say this. Let me say this real go, quick. Go for it, go for it. When I started watching it, my expectations were so low. I saw it with a buddy. We started playing this game, and the game we call, we play is: Is this movie gonna be worse than? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, dude. All right. So before this starts, is this gonna be worse than? And the bar is. You have to be worse than the worst movie ever. If you guys haven't seen it, it was in the 80s, so it's going to be hard to find. And number one, it's so bad, it's a cult classic and it's hard to find. I've been looking for it. If anybody who's listening to this podcast knows about where I could find this movie, email them, let me know so I could find it. Yeah, Is, Was Assassin's Creed going to be worse than a movie called Treasure of the Four Crowns?
4: Hmm. Yeah, see, never never heard of
3: it, never saw it It's an Indiana Jones rip, came out in 1984 I understand understand that I remember that because I was 9 years old, my mother took me to a movie Or 10 years old, my mother took me to a movie And it was the first movie I got to see where I made the choice to watch it Zinni and Jones rep. It was a, a 3D movie. Evidently, you chose poorly. I did. I did. It was one of the worst movies ever. I know a handful of people who have known it existed.
2: Did your mom look at you She looked at me afterwards? for the whole
3: movie with a disgruntled face, <laughs> and I was out of the club of picking movies from that moment on. It was completely horrible. And then the movie after that was Battlefield Earth. Oh, my oh, God, um, dude. Yeah, so... If you there is a movie worse than Battlefield Earth, and it is Treasure of the Four Crowns. But it's so good because it's so bad.
1: So now is it when as watching it did Assassin's, Assassin's Creed? Assassin's
3: Creed didn't hit those levels. Oh, okay. Oh. It didn't hit those levels. But, but it's a
1: it's it's a it's a not too bad. I want three. everybody who listens
3: and who's here now at the podcast. That's the bar. Okay. If you can beat Treasure of the Four Crowns. You deserve... I don't even know. Maybe it's on Rotten Tomatoes. You might want to check that out.
4: But it is the worst movie ever made. All right. It is the worst movie ever.
2: (laughs) 3D acting characters.
1: Oh, my God. The worst. Mike. uh, Ralph. Mike. Sorry. Mike
2: is right over there. All
1: right.
2: So, visually, I thought it was pretty well done. There were some pretty good visuals. Especially the scenes where the eagle is flying over um, the city. No. I I thought they were pretty good.
3: I thought it was overkill. I thought it was like okay, three times a lady. No, why are you showing this again? Why is this yeah. Again? yeah, like
2: well, the rep- all right? So the first time they did no, the first time it was fine. Yeah, but, but like when said, they repeated the it, yeah, that, that was well, it just felt last like, five
0: minutes in the flick. Well, they're still showing well, that? it. It yeah. just felt like we spent a lot of money on this. We're yeah. gonna keep showing these mm-hmm. scenes of him flying all over this damn made up world. Yeah, maybe they ran out of story and it was filler. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so then, what I also liked is the way they created the animus, because I did like that too. In the game, he's actually lying down. He's yeah, not moving right. or anything. Yeah. Yeah. But the way that they did it, and then you have the the, the holographic projections yeah. showing his vision what of what yeah. he's seeing.
1: That was oh, really oh, you cool. mean yeah. the mechanical bull he was attached to? Yeah, yes. <laughs> the animus.
2: But I thought that was a good in video. Of how to you never alive. played. You never played the game in the game. He's just, he's just lying, lying down, down in a machine, yeah. and he plugs in, and then whenever he dies, is that he desynchronizes?
3: Or you even sit in like in Black Flag, you're sitting up at a desk. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. yeah. So,
0: somehow. Yeah. In a moment of clarity, without the new Coke that they were sniffing, <laughs> one of the writers Crack. just said, "Just said if he actually lays down in this movie, the audience will be passed out." <laughs> I will say this: watching it, like I mean,
1: I'll say visually, th- th- there were a lot of good things about it visually. But aside from that, even the 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 the, the, the mechanical bull thing, there was a t- uh, even that had its had its bad part like the fact of him doing a somersault like but if it's attached to his back how does he do do it and and they show him kind of doing it but they cut off like yeah because you couldn't figure that out could you motherfuckers (laughs) I mean in
2: in a in a perfect world the way they would have it would be sort of like free-floating like a gyroscope where he could move freely
0: in a perfect world all they just really had to do was make the attachment in his neck wireless that I tool. mean, it's not like we don't have wireless things in this world. That's well, a good point. The <laughs> reason that they,
2: they have it, because the machine picks him up. So, like, even when he does those those jumps from No, his, I'm not talking like about
0: ice. the animals, but he's plugged into the oh, animals. Okay. I'm saying all they had to do was make the plug wireless like just a little antenna now he could flip all he wanted to because he could just rotate within the class the grass yeah know? but
2: he, even in uh in the future you know wireless signals are really bad Was it the future it's always connected <laughs> it,
0: no it's not the future it's only it's now
2: yeah like... it's just
0: 30 years remember it opens in 1986 and it's yeah, 30 years 30 later years.
2: futuristic
4: no, alternate
1: timeline and now i just realized now having this conversation we should have two sounds added to the soundboard number one a door slamming um, one saying okay that's the end of all the good things we have to say (laughs) and then the next one being let's let the dogs out (laughs) and let's talk about what made this movie bad (laughs) (laughs) chihuahuas really dude alright so if those are all the good things we have to say about the movie we have all those things about the movie that we said now let's get into it what was it about this movie that did not connect with you. I tell you, for me, I always, I'm always like the first thing that comes of my mouth, and I, I can say it for like 96 podcasts, I always mention tone. And watching it, I try not to listen to Mike. I spoke to Mike during Christmas, and Mike's like, "Oh my god, it was the most lifeless movie I ever, I ever seen." Boring. And i was like, no, don't listen to Mike. Don't listen to Mike. Not don't listen. Just try to get an opinion for yourself. I fought
0: to stay awake. Yeah, it, mm. it is. It's almost impossible to stay awake during yeah. that movie. It's. Like, because people are like, "Oh, is it bad?" I said, "Well, now there's a there's a a difference there. I mean, bad is like you know uh, Suicide Squad. That's just a bad movie. The thing, it's just boring. It, it, there's just it's no life to this film, and everybody like like I was saying in the in the poem." Everybody just has this long, deadpan face, I mean, and it's that, fantastic. It's, four. Yeah, it's that. What's well, that face sure. that, like, you know, secret societies evidently always have? Like, no one's ever happy in the society where they're trying to improve things. I don't know why they were not happy. Right. But I mean, and then every everybody talked like this. There was really not a lot of emotion <laughs> from anyone's face. Felt, you know, felt like we, our history
2: class. Yeah from Um,
0: Bueller, yeah I was (laughs) I
1: was
2: reading actually Ben Stein was the acting coach for the film (laughs) and and everything he told them do it like me but tone it down more (laughs) (laughs) he was like there, there was one person that actually smiled, and he said, no, 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 no. That's too much it's emotion. Too much. <laughs> That's too much emotion. You, you got to neutral. You got to be neutral. I'm
0: sorry. You seem to be smiling. Shoot his mother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mind you, when I saw it, I thought maybe one person, one person throughout the entire thing, from when the mother died to, you know, I'm, I'm the mother getting killed, sorry. Yeah. All that stuff. There was no affect to any of the actors. Yeah. None of yeah. them. Cal, how, how are you the, 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 the protagonist of the story? and I don't give a fuck what happens to you
0: (laughs) I didn't give a fuck what happened to anybody (laughs) in that story let me ask you you played Assassin's Creed
3: 2 yeah you liked it yeah All right. me being the Assassin's Creed watcher is what I am with my video game friends they played that everybody talks about that story that story was three games right wasn't Um, there a trilogy it was Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and then it was but it was about Enzio
0: right Yeah, right? yeah
3: I think the problem with this movie like you said was boring and lifeless with you know a car- a-, a a class actors in yeah. it uh, and the writing wasn't because the story was a bad story it wasn't it was assassin's creed right. but the video game can extrapolate so many other things that the character develops and you playing the game are involved in where you get to relate to the character right where th- which is the Enzio story of this dude right. with his family and his the Creed and everything else, where this movie was two hours of the plot of Assassin's Creed.
0: Yeah. And well, that was it. Well, it's what I had said to a friend of mine now. Obviously, this is my own fault, but I think you know we all do this going into a movie. I had an entirely different movie in mind. It had nothing really much to do with the video game. And it's a movie that if they had done it this way it would have made sense. Now, they could have still used the animus idea. Obviously, obviously just the, your main premise is still there. Yeah. But the movie first one should have concentrated more. Like once we had the idea of the animus, it should have been about, um, who's he playing? He's playing uh, Aguilar. He, that should have been the story of Aguilar coming up joining the Guild yeah. of Assassins yeah. okay. and making his way in. Well, so you're Second, talking about the game right. now. Well, that no, was kind of right, like how I'm, the game was Right, but promised. I'm just saying that. Right. This, but for a movie, it makes sense because you, you introduced the, the the society and the animus. Now I'm just following, really, the past life. Then the mm-hmm. next movie, per, part two, would be he's fully established with the Assassins. You know, blinks into, uh, into current time for what might be involved. But otherwise, it's now him moving through the Guild, yeah. finding out yeah. now that the Guild is either up to something good or bad or whatever the case may yeah. be. Third movie is when you finally start to blend... Past and present, meaning what we find out the ultimate reason that the the society in the in the present wants this information, and then also what was the good or bad of the Assassins Guild back then. That would have brought it all together. But this, like you said, it was really like they just tried to make a movie that explained the premise of the game. Yeah, and it, yeah. And it yeah. just it didn't work. And especially what really got me and and I and I think I warned uh, the cap of this is that it's almost ten minutes when uh the woman uh, uh sophia when she takes colin into another room and then she talks literally talks for almost 10 minutes about the premise of the animus and what they're doing yeah they don't show us this she just tells it like this i'm just gonna tell you <laughs> what's going on in this and i'm like you've i, I nodded off so many times that in that movie <laughs> you know? and mike's not
1: notorious for nodding <laughs> no, off <laughs> i'm notorious for nodding off I, I i mean if i can get an award for that shit I'd get it every year
4: because yeah. every year,
1: I, uh, any of the movies we go to, I fall asleep at least once. Yeah.
4: The,
1: now I know I'm, I don't feel so bad. And, I came in, and it came in with a warning, too. Ralph,
2: well, that's what happens when you're as old as time. Wow. And he's even ready with the I thought I was him. happy that you were back.
1: I, I, I see I'm mistaken. Wait, I'm the Ralph. Gotta love me. Oh my God. Wait, he's back? <laughs> he'll forget something. And he'll remind you that he's back. So, hey, Mike, I'm back. Hey. <laughs> So, bad things because you were the you, out of everybody that I know, you always find the sunshine in everything. Now you've mentioned your short list of things you liked about it. What did you not like about *Assassin's Creed*? What turned it? What turned it off you?
2: It was a little bit slow going with the the storyline, and it was kind of dull. And the the tone of the movie, just even the like the the color schemes that they chose, they were really dark colors. Yeah, you know, so it, it did kind of bring it down. I didn't. Find it too hard to keep on because even though it had its dull moments, there was for me. I guess I have a, a better, a higher attention span than you guys.
0: I was I was able you, to you have a higher acceptance of bullshit than we do. <laughs> <laughs> was,
2: and there we go. I was able to pass those those lulls into the action points. Was, okay, so I was it, that was fine for me. Um, you checked your phone. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually I didn't. Know. I was I was straight. I was actually like really focused on the movie. I wasn't. I was engrossed in it. But then those like i said before the the repetition of the soaring scenes with the eagle mm-hmm. every time they went into the animus i'm like just take us to the point come right, on right, you right, right skip all that and yeah. then um what i also didn't like is like the the whole fact that they kept saying the whole thing oh we're doing this to rid the world of violence because violence is the root of all evil to man and if we take away free will you know people won't have any violence at yeah. all
0: i like the fact that violence is the root of all evils it's like bad things are the root of bad things yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly so it's like
2: it seems a little convoluted and then of course you know for a fact like how do you how does his daughter not see that they want free will so they can control people right. so they can make them do whatever they want and like be the rulers that it's was, not it's not for the benefit of mankind well, it's for the yeah. benefit well, of it's, them. it's
0: because she was listening to her father who said we're really just going to take over everybody. And, take <laughs> and she fell asleep. Speaking of which, Jeremy Irons, how much, how much was the talent wasted on this piece of shit?
1: Yeah. Between him
0: and Michael Fassbender. Yeah. I saw
1: Jeremy Irons like, oh wow, Jeremy Irons. And Charlotte yeah.
0: Rampling. That's the, uh, that was the old uh, yeah. woman. I mean, she's a fantastic actress, you know. And just wasted. Yeah. Uh, triple
4: waste.
2: And then the whole thing with like hint at the very end that they hinted that Sophia in a past life was a member of the order of, yeah. of Assassin's yeah. Creed. I'm like, Really, you're going to do that? So you're saying that she's adopted now? and That's just her father or whatever?
0: Yeah. It doesn't matter because there's no way in hell a second movie is going to be
4: made. Well, you know what, too?
3: I think it suffered the same thing that a lot of these video game translated movies suffer is mm-hmm. you don't touch upon the truth about the history. You know, the first Assassin's Creed was about the Saracens who smoked hashish and were right, yeah. looked on as we, we were way, talking about this, yeah. And I... I and and the fact that the Templars were the Christians and the Crusades, they talked about it. Yeah. They entered at the Apple of even a divinity of what ideology that comes right. from. But they didn't talk about the fact of the culmination of what the Crusades really meant, what the Templars did, what the assassins were for. Right. Which is what I wanted to see in the game. Yeah. And my my disconnect with the game, why I didn't play it rolls into the movie. I think the movie did a better job of it, like you said, was. I always got into the game when I was in the world, but as soon as they plugged out, like after the third time that happened in the game, I turned it off and I never went back. Yeah. <laughs> My same thing with Black Flag. I was like, oh, I want to be a pirate. I want to sing she shanties and shit like that. <laughs> and I did. And I literally got to do that. But as I'm into it, the dude plugs out and goes home. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> like, I'm going to go get coffee moment in the game. <laughs> like, I was a pirate a minute ago going to, going to the Bahamas and now this dude's going to Starbucks. <laughs> you laugh, but that is the truth. <laughs> and if video game movies take the chance of telling narratives like video games do in their trilogies and in their versions of the character and where he goes through, like you explained with him, le- the first one should have been him learning right. and going through the ropes of becoming the assassin and doing so and so they succeed. Right. You know, you have a bigger venue and a bigger budget to tell a story. Don't waste it on, you know the eagle flying by 19 times
0: right yeah no 100 and the other or at least explain that damn apple yeah why was there a digitalized apple back in the garden of eden that's what i said <laughs> i still like, don't understand why, that apple <laughs> why did it light up and i'm like
3: okay so divinity wise
2: you know what to like one
0: there was a s- disco ball in the tree well, of yeah. life yeah. <laughs> well,
2: they were hinting to that there was an uh, a more advanced civilization Real, that yes, created yeah, the true. apple yeah so that's, oh, okay. that's what they. But, but you're getting that sort of the like game, a, right? Atlantis. No, that's what they said in the movie.
0: oh day, I
4: I, I, I truly tuned out. You probably sleep I literally had to I tune too that out. I actually thought I was
0: up for the
3: whole movie, but obviously no, they, I, they, I blinked to really. They hard hinted before.
2: it because like they were like, we don't know, but it was it was so a device created. We don't think it. They they even says like we don't think it was created by God, right? But more like a, a, a more advanced society that was a gift to right. them. They even hinted that it could have been aliens, right?
0: Oh wow and then et was like no <laughs>
2: so one of the other things that i was having trouble with with the movie all right so you're putting these people who you know are descendants of assassins into this machine bringing those memories back to the forefront yes right oh, yeah oh yeah i'm waiting Cre- for that part you're creating assassins in sense yeah and highly
0: highly skilled assassins
2: you're keeping them together so they can plot and make plans, and then and you're keeping them in a room with weapons, yeah, behind glass with their weapons <laughs> that fine their ancestors used. That,
3: that you just said, but there's no kick the kick the plug out button. Like yeah. when he said we have to leave, they should have just blew the place up. Right, like there were guards running in them trying to trying to fight these guys with fisticuffs. Yeah, are you serious? I was sitting there like, okay, well this. Clearly jumped <laughs> off the edge. For me. Well, know, they didn't even go with guns. Yeah.
0: No, but I, I, I did. I did agree with because once they started their escape, I'm like, so they've been staying there for what reason exactly? <laughs> like, I mean, because because you're they're in this big room, and I'm like, oh, you're in a room with your weapons as well, which is evidently their like what do they call it, like their rec room. Yeah, yeah. And like, So their rec room for all these highly trained assassins that you've reeducated uh, in their in their future lo- uh, selves. You're putting them in the room with their weapons behind flimsy glass. Yeah, I don't see anything happening here that could go wrong. You know, wow. it was just—it was just bad.
1: I think what, what was always so curious for me is the idea that we talk about comic, uh, comic books. We talk about video games and how they—they're they, successful because they get it right to an extent. But here's something that's very interesting: there are some video games that are largely um, cutscenes. Like Metal Gear nowadays, mm-hmm. like Final Fantasy 7 was. You could watch the cutscenes, and that's a movie within mm-hmm. itself. God of War. How is that's it
0: that these I'm guys, going. these Marvel writers, too? Dantes and Marvel Alliance yeah. Two. Alliance Two. Yeah, with the uh that was the one with uh was that the one with Odin or was that the first one? Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. with Magneto stealing the power. That was an amazing cutscene. Every right.
2: Grand Theft Auto game after three, yeah, Marvel, uh, yeah. the DC Universe, that Some, RPG yeah. game,
3: yeah, the blur
2: see-
1: Oh, Jesus. With yeah, all awesome. that, with, with all that stuff being able to be done in a video game, and to a point that they, and I talk about Metal Gear because if you played the last Metal Gear, or at least the, I'm sorry, the first one for PS3.
3: Yeah, dude, I'm the Star Wars fan I am. The other side is the Metal Gear fan. So you are you are talking.
1: About yeah, that. so you you could play that game and you're watching 10 minutes of of um, cutscenes. Now that could be interfering with your game time, but it's still freaking fantastic. What is it about these writers? That, that nobody's crossed over
0: and able to kind of, you know, merge, the, mer- merge it to, or bring it to the movie theaters? Nobody's I, done I think that. a lot of times it's the hubris of the writers. Oh, I can yeah. just make it better. It's like, why don't you just make what you're taking it from? You know, I instead agree. of trying to reinvent the wheel. I mean, we see it with the superhero movies. It's, you know, I mean, Marvel's been doing a great job of it, but the other ones prior to that, now, and, you know, and you know, now. right? They're doing well. Marvel itself, yeah, 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 they're doing a good job. But yeah, I mean, we've seen it. You're like, well, why did you make these changes? Well, what's wrong with the storylines or the abilities they had to begin with? You know, they they somehow these characters have been around for sixty years. Somebody likes them. You know.
3: Oh, well, I want to say in relation to Metal Gear and video games, the person who wrote it cared about it. That's simply yeah. well, that's the it. these guys. Are, these guys get the you get the gig. Yeah. And you go and you do it. You're like Hideo Kojima. There are hundreds of pages. There's books are about the Metal Gear lore. That it is a side note in Metal Gear. You know that this dude went and researched to go and give real fodder to the story. Did you play that Which last one? one, Metal Gear? Uh, what do you call it? Um,
1: um, the last last one. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't. I had to look at it on YouTube. Was that Metal Gear Four oh, or something? No, Guns no, no. no. Of, not Guns of
3: Patriots. Um, mm-hmm man i'm ashamed of myself
4: <laughs> <laughs> we're talking oh, about a assassins queen. how it may, it easily you, help us.
3: well well the the doctor in the beginning of the game is a real person who does that surgery and would sued konami for using his likeness
0: really yeah. wow
1: holy shit.
3: yeah and you play the game i have friends who've played the mm-hmm. game who've missed one who totally missed parts of the story i have millennial friends who grew up after the game came out who play Oh, yeah, I got it. I played the last one and don't realize the nuance of the storytelling. Playing it from the first one on changes the story if you play it backwards. If you play it backwards, it's a lie. If you play it forwards. It's a story. And the story changes because t- more truth comes out.
0: Because right. You have to play it in sequence. Right. right. Now,
3: I ask you, what movie producer is going to want to hear all that?
0: Right. No, <laughs> no, no, that's so. definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> As until, until you do.
3: <laughs> until you get someone who's going to tell a story and a story first. Right. in in any avenue TV movies
4: anything right. and you're, you're get, going you, to get
0: yeah, and you get those movies yeah. I mean, you get those movies that happen and that's why everybody loves them and then they make 40 million copies that are horrible of it you know and then we wait until somebody decides to take a chance on something that's actually well written again you know? yeah um,
1: the thing about Assassin's Creed that I thought might have been the one the, the one shining point if the movie sucked before I saw it. Was the action sequences? I was hoping that yeah. the action sequences were going to be pretty kick ass. The and, parkour was on point. It was, so yeah.
0: It felt Assassin's Creed. Yeah. yeah, it did. It yeah, so, so, it was but, on. I, there was. but they were so few and far between, and between those horrible, horrible slow parts of the movie, that you were just like, ah, okay, we're done. <laughs> there were parts that there were times where there were
1: parts where you felt like something was going to turn around, was going to be really exciting, and then ended up being really dull. Like at the end, where he's going through the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Where, he, where he drops into into, yeah. into the sewer right. and he goes into the tunnel and they're chasing him. Mm-hmm. That started off really kick ass, right. and then just it just felt, it stopped. Yep. It just stopped. It was just bad. Like like it, all the excitement that you was building and he's fighting the soldiers, but he's trying to run at the same time and and it just when he exited through those doors, yeah, it just fell flat. And I was like, this seems like the entire movie. Just the whole thing is flat. It's mm-hmm. one affect, one feel. It was just, I, yeah. I didn't want you to be right. right. I didn't want you to be right. <laughs> Again.
2: You, you know, I'm sure that if uh, we're Christopher Columbus alive today, he'd probably be like, why'd you have to put me in this movie? <laughs> well, he would have
0: actually probably had trouble finding the theater. But... <laughs> <laughs> well done. So you're saying you're Christopher Columbus? <laughs> okay, I made it there,
1: um, Is there anything else that we want to shit on before we go to a rating or a rename? I,
2: I do want to say this. Go um, for it. There was a YouTube miniseries that they did of Assassin's Creed, the second one of Enzo's story. Yeah. That was like a hundred times better than what they did here. Oh, wow. Yeah.
3: There's, it, that's always the case. Yeah, well, the fan and, made you stuff. You can make the yeah. argument about the DC anime, the, the short, the yeah. Spectre and stuff. Right. The, the, oh, the, my the God, throwaways. the Spectre. I John, love that Spectre. You know, John X. Like, Yeah. How many times are we yelling, get those guys to write those, yeah. or get the movies? You know? Yeah, totally. You had Amanda Waller with uh, Angela Bassett. I would love to see <laughs> a
0: live action
2: <laughs> Spectre movie.
0: I
3: would The thing about it was How many people know Who the Spectre really
0: is Right Like Well that's You know I mean That would be exciting for Well they would have If they had just not Canceled Constantine Yeah Right Right Uh, Right (laughs) Because Because he was getting Close to being the Spectre (laughs) You know
3: I think that Video games Need to Stay Some video games Especially the really good ones they're, They're trying to make An Uncharted movie and I'm like,
1: no. Uncharted, really? They're trying to do it. They've been
3: so we've Uncharted learned nothing from Tomb Raider. At all. I like, learned it's been Raider. scrapped and picked up and scrapped and it's picked up again. They're trying to make a Middle Gear movie.
2: The Uncharted would be oh. good, if if they could find the right writers and the right director to do it. It's, it could be. Good. It's really just. It I, I mean, I, isn't I,
0: it really just Indiana Jones? Just you know, for like the fact <laughs> that you you haven't played
3: Uncharted. I have. You have. Yeah. Do you, but here's a question I ask you: Who have played Uncharted? Are you going to tell a better story? Have you played all of them? Yeah. Are you going to be, tell a better story than what's there? Or are you going to tell a different one? And that's the problem.
4: Yeah. You hear what I just said? Yeah. Like,
3: the, the story of one, two, three, and 4 is the story of Nathan Drake. Yes, it is. So how are you going to make a movie where the story of Nick and Drake, Nathan Drake is told? They were going to do a Metal Gear movie
4: a couple oh. years ago.
3: David Hayter wrote the screenplay about it. And David Hayter is the voice of, of solid snake. And he also wrote the watch. He's a screenwriter oh, okay. by nature. And, um, I he wrote that. a treatment that he called because he was snake in all the games. He wrote a treatment where it gave homage to snake. And it was one of his earlier missions. And he said it was akin to apocalypse. Now. Okay. Oh, wow. Ooh. Now middle gear fans just peed on themselves, <laughs> you know, <laughs> including me Matt, right now, just a little bit, but, um, and, and me too, it was thrown out. It was thrown out. And it, and it follows the four quadrant rule. Mommy, daddy, kids. It can't be for one person. It has to be for all of them. Yeah. So you yeah, get that movie that's under two hours that plays it safe that doesn't really tell a story but everybody gets a little bit. You know, we get to see the parkour. The wife gets to see this dude running around stabbing people. The kids yeah. get action without blood. You got... Fifty bucks, everybody's happy, you get the budget back for your movie, you move on.
0: Right. But and you don't really create art. Right. But like I said, unfortunately in this one, they haven't. They damn sure haven't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I and guess. It's sad. I was looking forward to it. Yeah. I was hoping it was gonna be good. Wow.
1: One thing I want to say before we get into um renaming the movie and ratings, um, why does Baptiste in the movie when 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 they're when he's not plugged in, when mm-hmm. when Cal's not plugged in, why is Baptiste, the black guy, why does he recommend the chicken? <laughs> I was so mad at that
0: because <laughs> they were out of watermelon. Oh. Well, he didn't want him to have the ribs. Oh. In,
2: in his present life, he's an actual um, five star chef. You know, that's that's why he recommends the chicken because he tastes. He's it. the only black guy in the and, film, and he said. And they have what? him
1: recommending the chicken. The chicken. Is I, really I take issue to that. I like the Easter egg. I thought
2: it was racist,
3: and it should have been. I probably would have said the same thing. Like, hey, what's up? I'm only black dude in here. I recommend I recommend the chicken like Chuck and John Chuck and John John, Chuck and John I'm ready ready to get out of here that was that was sarcasm you see what I'm saying black dude only assassin for real for real dude for real are you serious oh my god get the chicken wink wink get out of here
2: I bet you it was fried, too. Uh, it was, oh, it was fried. Oh, what what Dave Chappelle God. said, it is delicious. <laughs> I bet you she said, you know, you should have
0: some watermelon afterwards, yep. too. Oh, okay. man! All right, all right. It was the only black assassin. And they were like, and what part are you from? And he'd like, the black ops. <laughs>
4: oh, <no. laughs> oh, man. All right.
0: So let's go for it.
1: Let's rename the movie. I will start off. Assassin's Creed. The forklift fried, Ralph? <laughs> The what? The forklift ride.
2: <laughs> Assassin's Creed, eagle soaring over the sky, eagle soaring over the sky, eagle soaring over the sky, eagle soaring over the sky. Over the sky. Okay, I Think we got it?
0: Eagles. I'm Mike. Uh, well, since the star is Michael Fassbender, I thought it would be appropriately titled 12 Years Asleep." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Mike's getting all the
3: room shots today. <laughs> Um, JP. Um, ass ass ends. We saw three hundred and copied that aesthetic. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Can we get over the fact that Zack Snyder shot a beautiful movie and be inspired to do your own
4: version Uh, without copying?
0: We did get over it. We saw 300 Rise of the Empire. (laughs) Uh, We saw Batman Superman. Exactly. We're still bitching about that one. Oh my God. Rise of the Empire was a horrible... Because when they said that, they're like, oh, there's another movie coming out in 300. I'm like, I'm like, they all died. What is this, 301? Like, yeah. What the hell was this? <laughs> the be? one guy on the bodies Zerxes. crawling out. I will avenge them. I'm <laughs> not dead yet. Yeah. It was supposed to be called Xerxes. Yeah. Right, they, that's the thing right. he's right. But the right. thing is, he wasn't even finished writing it. Yep. So they just took pictures, I heard, of the storyboard, of the, and they were like, yeah, we'll wing it. Yeah, he never, yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. It's supposed yeah. to be called Xerxes. I remember you mentioning yeah. that, but I forgot yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah. All yeah. right. So let's go with um Rings sorry <laughs> I just saw that advertisement uh, wow <laughs> fucking hate the ring um, alright so let's go to ratings for Assassin's Creed well wow. I give Assassin's
2: Creed 6 leaps of faiths out of 10
1: 6, six out seven. of 10 yeah oh, wow okay um, I'm gonna be a little bit less forgiving and I'm gonna give it 3 knives to the throat that should have been to the head out <laughs> of 10 JP um, I'm gonna
3: give it 4 animus flips before I die <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> four <laughs> out of ten or four I'm out of, six. Out of my head, uh, Four out of ten. Alright.
0: <laughs> out of landing on my head and killing myself <laughs> due to the inconsistencies. Mike. That's funny. Uh, well since it's about the assassins and that damn animus, I, I'm gonna give it three. They should have made Apollo Creed versus the Animaniacs out of ten. <laughs> 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 wait you gave
1: it a three yeah okay good because yeah, just... i hear kept talking about you were hater and i'm like was i lower or higher than mike this time <laughs> that, that, that movie was just bad <laughs> all right so there you have it assassin's creed just kill me <laughs> so um, guys don't go anywhere because geeks on the go is next stand back there's a hurricane coming through. Hey, comic fans,
2: Shine and Bosch here. If you also happen to be into larger life, heroes, and heights, a.k.a. professional
3: wrestling,
0: then head on over to 4 for the latest and greatest in the world of wrestling.
3: Bosch and myself taking behind the scenes to past and present with all your top wrestling promotion and news.
0: To listen, visit 4lifepodcast.com, download us on iTunes or Stitcher, and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at 4
1: because when you listen to your podcast, you listen to
2: it for Why? Now back to the cap, Ralph the Tech, and Mike the Finance Guy. Meanwhile, 22 pages later.
1: Geeks on the go. Now one more Ralph. How about one more JP? Yes, sir. You didn't even think about that. Well, Ralph is back. We could do it over. Ralph is back. Ralph okay. is back. All right, fine. Here we go. Let's, Let's go, go. Ahead. Geeks on the go. Now we're more JP and (laughs) Raul. And you still got to put yourself in there? You're on the show. You're on the billing. Are you fucking serious? All right, here we go one more time. (laughs) No, 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 no. Geeks on the go. Now we're more JP. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm done fighting with this motherfucker. All right, so you already know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all books. I'm looking at question two, and I know it's not quick. Oh, please. (laughs) I'm wondering how fast it's going to take for me to stumble over that one. (laughs) And we rarely make it under a minute, but we're going to give it a try. Fuck it. Let's just get it done. You guys ready? Yep. All right. Ready, set, go. Warning. The following... What the hell? (laughs) I'm a little bit rusty. All right. Here we go. If you needed someone killed discreetly, which comic book hero or villain would you pay good money... To do the work for you, Ralph. The Spectre.
0: All right. Uh, Mike. The Adam. Ray Palmer's wife already proved killing is easy in identity crisis. Oh, <laughs> shit. JP.
3: Uh, Lex Luthor, he's president anyway.
4: Oh.
0: <laughs> in comments and now. Sure Very that, true. There you go.
1: If Marvel <laughs> movies and Warner Brother movies swapped actors, who would come out a winner? Chris Evans as Superman and RDJ as Batman or Ben Affleck as Iron Man and Henry Cavill as Captain America?
0: Mike. The only winner would be the box office receipts. <laughs> we lose no matter what. <laughs> JP?
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're not even hitting I, right. I,
3: I got it in choices again. That would be
1: me you want me to say the truth again yeah Chris Evans as Superman and Robert Downey Jr. as Batman or Ben Affleck as Iron Man and Henry Cavill as Captain Marvel uh,
3: I want to say Henry Cavill's Captain Marvel <laughs> I don't know if that was for your answer or the time's up
2: it both. was for both <laughs> Ralph that yeah, was tough to say yes 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 yeah I fucking <laughs> and, and now we know why he
1: was away exactly <laughs> In your opinion, do you need superpowers to make a good supervillain, JP? No. He no. Just
0: to, he just needs to be smart. All right. Mike? I say no, but then the superhero has to be a relative power or non-power level. Like, the whole Lex Luthor Superman thing just does not work for me.
1: Okay, I hear that. Ralph? No, but he has to know how to deal with superpowers. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Last one. Do you think Captain Marvel is the best choice for Marvel's first female hero movie, The misogynist Ralph? Yeah,
2: she's pretty hot.
1: There we go. <laughs> JP? No. No,
3: really? She's a relative unknown. Okay. I have my own people who? I'd pick in. Oh, I, well, I guess you're not
1: revealing it because, you know. No. Huh? I said you wouldn't reveal. You wouldn't I'll be...
3: tell you if you want. Who? She-Hulk.
2: Oh,
3: oh that's why pick we're cool. That's why we're cool. Ask me, ask me who I'd have her play. Who you, would you have play? Ronda played?
1: Rousey. I don't know about that. Oh, I don't know. She's put her, short.
3: Put her in a dress. Make her green. It works. <laughs> well, wow, okay. Not according, according to rings, right? Not according to her I mean, last fight. She literally can't throw a <laughs> real punch, but, you know.
0: I'm sorry, Ronald. Well, hopefully
1: her face heals. <laughs> Mike, <laughs> what's the question? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you think Captain Marvel is the best choice for Marvel's first female hero movie?
0: Eh, sure I mean unless they create another heroine That appeals to straight men and lesbians <laughs> You said Zena? Oh no <laughs> <laughs> That worked <laughs> Not
1: for a straight man trust me I'll tell you that much I wanted her to fix shit for me Not come to come into my bedroom <laughs> Alright so we usually go to shout outs here But before we go to shout outs I have one special shout out For our good friend Hipster Tom So Ralph if you please can you please cue the music Dear Tom I received your wonderful, thoughtful, and generous Christmas gift of the second-grade phonics book so you could help me, quote, with my stuttering on the podcast, end quote. I have thought long and hard about how I would respond to such a gift. Let me say it slow so my stuttering doesn't disrupt this message, which it almost did there. I could have said, fuck you, you pasty, four-eyed, hipster, Cuban fuck, but I said nah. That would be too much. So I will simply say this. Next time you're on the show, I will assign you to share a mic with me after eating some stale-ass garlic (laughs) bread just to give you a reason to make fun of me, you pasty, far-eyed, hipster, Cuban fuck. Next time you cross me, (laughs) I will end you. I will shit on your car and smear my steaming feces with your favorite shirt on it. Then send you the shirt to your house, express mail. So the next gift you get me, make sure it doesn't insult my speaking ability. I will be sure that um, the next time you come to my house, there will be toenails in your bowl of cashews. <laughs> love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Any shout out to anybody? Wow. Wow. <laughs>
0: I'm
4: going
0: to start uh, the cap because that was I, I graphic. Guess, <laughs> I, mean, I guess shout outs to the shirt cleaners of America. <laughs> you know how to get feces out of a shirt. Ooh.
4: Let us know. Is- <laughs>
1: hipster Tom, when he brought me that 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 phonics book and he told me that Mike was in another. Well, of course Mike was in another. <laughs> 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 Any other shout outs?
2: Uh, I, not as much as a shout out, but it is an announcement. It has been long requested and finally here. We are now on Google Play, yeah, yeah. and we're right. also on Stitcher Radio. I don't oh, know really what that is. Stitcher radio. Huh? Yeah. What nice. is that? It's another way for
1: people to listen to podcasts.
2: But what is Stitcher Radio? It's another way for people to listen to podcasts.
1: But how would people? How will people um, get to listen to it through Stitcher? Is it like a special? There's an app.
2: There's a Stitcher Radio app. You were
0: just so. Come hilarious. on, old man. So, so, so answering my question finally, <laughs> <laughs> what is Stitcher Radio? So it's an it's app. An app. It's an ah, app. there we go. Because the thing is, we might want people to actually use its it. What is it available for? Huh? Is, is, is it oh. an Apple?
2: or? It's like
0: I, pulling teeth to get this <laughs> announcement out. It's all available on iOS,
2: Android, and on the web. Oh, cool. And right. in cars, too. Some cars have it. Built oh. In. oh, cool.
0: Now okay. see nice. now, because I'm sure all of our listeners have expensive cars and drive around. And listen Hips to it Tom the and Ivan. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know my usual shout-out goes to
1: Hips to Tom. <laughs> after I just dissed the hell out of him, um, to Big Kev, to Aaron, to Ruben, um, the usual cast of characters, Johannes... Yep. Um, Jamal
0: shout out to you Jamal that's right well, look, Chris, I, I, don't shout out,
1: I don't shout out Jamal because he gives you gifts he do not send me gifts <laughs> continue maybe Mike
0: maybe you shouted him out more someone's sore.
1: <laughs> sure. sure. shout out to Jamal go ahead Mike
2: <laughs> Jamal you don't give me gifts but shout out to
0: you sir oh look yeah. at you the peace fucking maker <laughs> now he'll get a gift <laughs> yeah, that's what
1: you're doing right now
0: <laughs> shout out to Aaron who's probably not listening to our podcast recently <laughs> I listened to the first five minutes it sounded great <laughs> Uh, to everybody else out there, like hopefully uh, your 2016 is behind you, far behind you, and 2017 is looking great. <laughs> Except if you live in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> on in the, the 20th. In the uh, yeah, on the January right. 20th, things won't be looking that great.
4: Yeah, I don't know.
2: <laughs> Minority President Donnie Twimp. <laughs> <laughs> JPD.
1: I'm good. You're I, good. I gave
3: to give my shout out to you cap because that graphic <laughs>
1: explanation of what you said. I'm I not going to cross you so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sat up all night for that one so. <laughs> I told Tom when he gave me the gift I said, "You know I'm going to roast you on the podcast." He was, "Yeah, you can go ahead." I was like, "All right cool (laughs) um I guess I mean I guess there's nothing else to add so for that's the end of the show so for MFG Mike the finance guy the returning prodigal son RT Square we're off the tech and for JPD John Paul DeShong this is the cap saying keep it geeky and wow Walking Dead Flash we have a lot of things to catch up on coming up soon yep